Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. It's Amy Linden, and I finally got my own show. Oh, wait. Hey, Courtney. How you doing? It's <laughs> I'ma let you finish. Show 113. Courtney is is currently recuperating <laughs> from having every vaccine known to mankind, but still get your vaccines. <laughs> Don't listen to that. Just Courtney is, you know, it's all sort of kicking in at once, but he's doing good. He's doing okay. He's eating candy, and we're back. And we have a new show, but yes. On the Pantheon Podcast Network. On the Pantheon Podcast Network. The number yes. one music network for podcasts in the doing? world. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy's screen is frozen. This is like the ninth time we tried to start this show. today. It's like <laughs> the universe is not trying to let us be great, but we're going to push through. Ames. You know, your image has just frozen on the screen. And, and yours got, was frozen on the screen. I got very scared that you passed out. I was like, oh shit, I know how to do CPR, but not Brooklyn to Harlem. That would be really hard. All right, I well, mean, you're frozen, and it's interesting because am now I still, I don't am know I still you're, frozen? You're still frozen, okay. like Elsa. Okay. <laughs> You're frozen. Yeah, like whatever. You're fro- your right. heart's not open. Well, you're like definitely frozen. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you'll unfreeze soon, but you're freaking me out right now. I just want okay. to say that. All right. Well, you're gay. Talk about Billy Eichner. So can I just say? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I'm taking over this goddamn show. <laughs> um, I'm not really a Billy Eichner fan. And on, I have several different, you know, like we all have group chats on our phone. You're alive again. You're alive. I have, oh, I'm live and moving. I have several gay chats. Nobody, none of my gays, none of us are Billy Eichner fans. So none of us went to see it. And so he's upset that people didn't go see the movie. And he's really saying it's homophobia that caused people not to go see his movie and kind of a full meltdown. And I'm like, well, it seems like, you didn't even get all the gays out to see the movie. So, I mean, maybe people just, I don't know. He, I find him. I love him. I find him a little annoying So to me. And I'll go see, you know, we see, me and my friends, we go see all the gay movies. But 
none of us wanted to sit through an hour and 45 minutes of him. I don't think it had anything to do with anything else. Well, I think I happen to like Billy on the street. I think Billy on the street is hilarious. And that is a character in his, you know, that is not right. who he is. Cause I've seen him on talk shows. He's a, and I've seen him. He had his own sitcom for a while with another woman whose name I can't remember. But it okay. Was- now I will say that show where they were the really bad people. Yeah. Was hilarious. That was hilarious, right? But that that was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yes. they were so great. inappropriate. It so was, inappropriate. What was the name of that show? It was like bad people. Really bad people. Yeah, I think it was, was called really bad people. That actually made me laugh a lot. That show was like if you and I were actors mm-hmm, and trying exactly. to get roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think there is some confusion because he is one of these people who sort of shows up on talk shows and does things and he's very kind of soft-spoken and thoughtful. And then he's got Billy on the street where he's a lunatic running around screaming at people, which is no longer, um, look, I, I understand, you know, I, it's, it is being marketed. It was marketed as like the first gay rom-com by a major studio, what right. he's saying, and it did get really good reviews. So it's not like the movies suck. But what he's saying is that the 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 studio put tried to make it sound like it was this major cultural political event instead right. of just saying it's a really good movie that happens to have two guys making out with each other. So right. I understand that point of like, yeah, sometimes you can go overboard and wanting to appear to be an ally. And like, why would you want to sabotage your own movie? And also people are still not going to movies. I oh, mean, no, they are, but people are going to movies. Action movie, action no, movies. It, well, it all depends, right? But I also feel like, okay, you didn't get the first weekend numbers you want, but it's not dead. No, it's not you know, dead. You want to have this movie, maybe try to have legs, try to really explain to people what the movie is. You know what yeah. I mean? Now that we've gotten past everybody, it's like how we feel about anniversaries. Everything right. has to have the angle, all right? You tried that, that didn't work, but it still has theaters, so... I think if you start yelling that at people, then they're really just not going to go see yeah. your movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I think there is a point to be made, certainly, about homophobia. I mean, certainly. We, you know, but... It's not uh, the first gay film, you know no, what no, I mean? No, and it's no, not it's the first not, gay rom-com. And gay by a major been a studio. Hit, yeah. By a major studio. It's It definitely <laughs> is. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. I uh, But I do like the Billy Eichner the character. But yeah, that show he did with that woman was... That was me. That, that was, the, was me. That was the only time I could Julie, stand to watch Julie, him. like, oh God, what was her name? Piazadora. No, no, Julie something. She's hilarious. And in fact, people said to me, oh my God, you remind me of her. She's, you're funnier than her. I said, yeah, but she got a TV show. All right. Um, okay, so Dave Chappelle used to have this skit where they would have the race draft and they would like mm-hmm. take certain black people and can we trade them for someone in certain mm-hmm. All right, I am a white woman. Are you a New York? Yes, I am. Um, wow. And I would like to officially announce that white women across <laughs> America, we want to trade Lena Dunham for Oof. anyone, anyone, Oof. anyone. First round draft pick, second round draft pick, an armadillo. Is there anybody where, I, an armadillo. You know what? I as much as I can't stand somebody that we're going to talk about later on this show. Yeah, I think she's worse than him. Because I draw. I don't know if I want to have a worst off. I I there's something about her that gets under my skin so horribly. Well like the thing the shit she pulled with Odell Beckham and made this whole thing. Well let's explain I hated girls. I hated that shit. I didn't okay, I have to stop you there. I did I did not hate girls. It wasn't for me. It wasn't targeted for me. I have to admire any person especially a woman i know she's connected but you know she did write she directed there were things about it i didn't like there were things i did it gave us adam driver for which i will be forever grateful i like her movies and the irony of all this is that she's getting fantastic press for the new movie that she directed with um and she's just basically what lena lena dunham does is she says stupid shit that she thinks makes her look like an ally and it bites and then she spends all this time apologizing so this time she has a trans sister i don't know she has a a sister who is non-binary let's put okay okay. i don't want to be i'm not trying to be flip but i can't Mm -hmm. i don't remember and um she made some statement like you know next gay pride parade i want to be driven through and it's uh, in a hearse or in a a truck or a cat and it's like 
this is so not about well, something you. like when she dies or something when she like, dies right. when she dies she wants to be driven through the gay pride parade in a casket and it's like oh my god you i mean what it, the idea of being an ally is not to make it about you it's about to, you know, it's like she makes everything about her. Everything about her, and that's she's like Oprah. Biggest. They're yeah. unique in their way that every story can find its way back. Even when you're trying to say you're doing something for someone else, right? The story always seems to come about you in and the story. And she's talented. For else. That's the thing. If she would like shut up and let the, t- I just think she can't help it. I think this is, but it just gets cringy because she's constantly doing the white savior kind of thing. Like Ugh. gay rights only exist because she's co-signed on it. Black people only exist because she's co-signed on. But she gave us Adam Driver, and for that I am grateful because I find Adam Driver to be kind of hot in a creepy way no there's something interesting about him yeah he just he's there's i like him i think i find i'm not the only person i I think because he's got the man vibe he's got the man vibe you know Mm. what i mean um and he's tall he's tall well that's part of the man vibe sorry i hate Mm. to say it but i mean he's got the man that's why method man is so you know he's got the man vibe well method no method man's just hot everybody loves him so fucking hot he look and he's aged really well into his manness no really really good i'm sorry m-a-t-h-o-d man he looks like he eats good and drinks a lot of water oh yeah he's really hot Hmm. i'm sorry i have i have a couple of female friends who are still like He's that. He's that one. He's no, that, he's that one. one. He if is they that would one. step out on the marriage for it, no, they'd be like, "Oh no, no, and no!" I've no. Seen, yeah, no, he's very. <laughs> They're like, "I love is, him." <laughs> no, I love him too. He's very, very good looking. I mean, uh, all right, stop. All right, we're stopping with the. I can't take so much method, man. In the stop life. right now. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going to quote a woman who's a writer and a Facebook friend, and I hope she would be my friend in real life. Akiba Solomon. Isadora. Akiba Solomon, a writer oh, okay. <laughs> um, who's really brilliant and funny. And and what she said about Kanye, I'm paraphrasing, is not only is his mind sick, but his shtick is getting tired. It's boring. So Kanye, you know, went to Paris Fashion Show with Candace Owen. Ugh. Well, it was a Yeezy fashion show. Oh, the show. Yeezy fashion show in Paris, wearing a shirt that say White he's, Lives he, Matter. He's, he made White Lives Matter, Matter. shirt. And it's just, it's, you know, it's like a little girl or a little kid who's putting their dress up over their head to get attention. The best way to deal with Kanye is to ignore him. It's like Trump. Don't give him any. Next time he says something stupid, which will be tomorrow, because last week we were talking about something well, he's stupid. The, he said, I, would like to, I would like to say something as a black person. Yeah. I would like to say something about him. And this Kendall Cunningham, who in her review of Till, instead of being able to talk about Whoopi Goldberg's performance, was upset and couldn't get past the fat suit she was wearing. Except Whoopi Goldberg wasn't wearing a fat suit. Last year when she had almost died after, you know, having double pneumonia in her lungs and was on steroids, she had gained weight. So this Black woman writes for the Daily Beast, her review of Till, that movie that's getting rave reviews and Oscar buzz, wasn't about Whoopi's performance where she get to the Whoopi Goldberg part. It was just about how she looked and how she found it distracting. And then I went to said woman's page to see what she looked like. And of course, her tweets are private unless you're approved follower. But just know her her handle is whatever her name is slash Jake Gyllenhaal's wife. So that lets you know everything about her. She's People, married to Jake Gyllenhaal? No, that's oh. who she calls herself. Oh, I got it. Okay. So that lets you know everything about her. And people like Kanye. My issue with him is he thinks he's special. He's one of those black guys who thinks racists won't hate me. Like, white people love me. Everybody loves me. And he's really mistaken. What I hate about this thing is there has been no form of protest that has ever been acceptable for people on the other side. When we marched in the side counters, we were dragged out and arrested. When we marched peacefully, we were attacked with dogs and fire hoses, right? When you walked across a bridge, you, we were shot. When we knelt on a football field, we were thugs. We didn't love America. We said Black Lives Matter, and now that's controversial. 
And so when I see a black man like him, and listen, I have, I know you and I have gone back and forth because you're like, I don't have any Republicans. I have black Republican friends. I have, you know, who, from all different spectrums. So it is not, I have no problem with him being a free thinker. I have no problem with him thinking differently. But I really have a problem now with him not understanding that there has never been a form of protest that has been acceptable for Black people. It's always been attacked. And for him to join in on that makes him the most low form of human possible. Him and Candace Owens. It's like, I don't care what you guys stand for. I don't care. But the fact that you know that there has never been a form of protest that's been unacceptable, and you guys think that you're in some exclusive club, like white people don't like you. Those white people who hate black people don't like you. Well, white people they don't, don't I care. Mean, they don't, they don't. I, I mean, the thing it's so, look, I mean, it's what's sort of ironic is remember when, when, when Kanye first caught our attention is when he said George Bush doesn't care about white people. I mean, about I mean, black, black people. people. And I we mean, were all like mesmerized we all, by that. Because it, I mean, that moment. We were mesmerized like, by it. It summed right. up so much. And then no, all this, we were mesmerized. Right, right. He was the man. He was the perfect man. At the, look, I mean, and I am not, I hope you know, I am not trying to in any way diminish. Candace Owens is a, is a, is a, is a clown. Okay. Candace Owens stands for nothing but Candace Owens. And she's just a clown. Um, Kanye, this is their version of owning the libs. Okay. They know, I don't even know what Kanye believes in, but this is Marjorie Taylor Greene with better sneakers. These are just people saying what they're saying so that they can get airtime. Last week he was bragging that he has never read a book. Two weeks ago he was, he's going to keep doing it because he sells, he's, he's good clickbait and I am not discounting, but it's just like, really Kanye, it's like, really like you're going into the oldest, like you, you haven't come up with any new material in four years. No, none. You know, so she's she's just a sideshow. She's a clown. She has no credibility. She wasn't even invited to speak at CPAC, which is right. like her little, they were like, you're too stupid for us even. And they're stupid. I just find him to be like, oh, yeah, he said so. Oh, all right. Today's Tuesday. He said something stupid. Right. right. You know, and I just feel like the best way to deal with him, and I know it's impossible because we live in a a, a media culture ignore him and he'll be talking to himself which i'm sure he does anyway but all right i just got a police alert from one of my schools that there were shots fired and they had to shut the school down yay Uh, (laughs) thank you eric adams thank you your idea i would like to thank eric adams who said i'm gonna get my first call of duty is this the violence has got to stop. New York, y'all. Well, you know, a friend of mine wears a high New York school is right wor- there. But but you're a New Yorker like me. This is worse yeah. than the 80s. It's worse than the it's 70s. Bad. It feels like something I've never felt before in New York. Oh, my God. They keep calling me, too. I have to tell them I've received this. They'll keep calling. No, it says all clear after shots fired. NYPD called shots fired at approximately 11, 20. Anyway, um, everybody's okay. But I do have to call a friend of mine because he teaches at a high school in Metro Tech. So... Hopefully. Uh, yay. And it's raining out. Who the hell's outside in the rain shooting people? I mean. Come on. Come on, shooters. Stay inside. I, I would not be at all surprised if it's something to do with the, uh, the schools around there, but I'm not going to go out in the wind. All right. Explain Taste the Biscuit to me because I don't even know. Taste the Biscuit. It looks like one of Remember that skit Taste that Will Ferrell and. It is like. Isn't it that skit? That skit where they have the fake lounge thing? It, it, it is completely like the, the school teachers who used to right. sing. Right. I'm obsessed with it, Amy. What is, I can what watch is. them. It's toasters and moose. I know. That's it. And I'm obsessed. I Isn't not, it really old? Yes. But now that they, and they have a bunch of other songs, and now they become viral again. So they're taking in and making new versions. Oh it's like. It is okay. It's the I, most nonsensical thing. I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to start sending you some of the papers I have to grade, so you don't have time <laughs> to look for but crazy is, old white the, people. It's taste the biscuit, but she wants her honey sauce. <laughs> taste the biscuit. Oh, taste the biscuit. Are you sure it's not Paula Paula Dean singing that stuff? <laughs> 
<laughs> Paula Dean, honey. It's yeah. Paula Dean, honey. They, they ran they her were, off the, They ran her they, ass they, out of town. They, they, they ran Miss Paula They out. ran her ass out of they town. They were like, you're done. You're but done, she's not, Paula. And she's still doing her thing. I think she has her own shit, but I mean, she no, was the done. queen. Queen, done. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I don't know why I thought of Paula Dean when I watched that. I went, Paula Dean. Yeah, that we'll have a trivia. We'll have a trivia <laughs> quiz one day on the show to prove how old our listeners are. We'll just right. throw out random names random and know who names. they're talking about. You know, Paula Dean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was like you know back in the seventies and eighties <laughs> when they would have like variety shows and it was still like right. Merv Griffin and right. and like Susan Anton would always be on. But I never knew what Susan Anton did, and they would always like she what did stick, she? She was an actress. Was well, I don't know, but she would always like be singing. Not that great on those no. shows, but it was like, what did she do? Wait a minute, was she the one that was married to Gene Simmons, or somebody looks exactly no, she, like that's her? Shannon Tweed, and Shannon, okay. I believe, is still married to Gene Simmons. Bless her heart, because if you watch that show, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Susan Anton. There were a lot of these people. Where yeah, a lot of those people. It was like Johnny Su- Carson and Merv, and, and they'd come out. Mm-hmm. Mike Douglas, no, who mm-hmm. are you? What do but, you? But they always had to act. But I would be really excited when it would be like Lola Falana because right. Lola would get out there and do her thing. And she right. was always so sexy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just never understood the whole the whole nine. All right. On a way more serious note, um, there is a new Sinead O'Connor documentary. And we've discussed, uh, she had a, a memoir out, I think, about a year and a half ago or two years ago. So good. Uh, which she promoted on The View, which today reigns as one of the great cultural cognitive dissidence moments of all time, <laughs> right up there with Yoko on on John Lennon on the Mike Douglas show and Iggy Pop on the Dinosaur show. I mean, it was just one of those, one of these things is not like the other, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine watching Joy Behar have to read cue cards to talk to. Sinead O'Connor. But anyway, no, that's doc- always my favorite when, like, when the person's have on no and they, were like, the person- they were like, in 1987, <laughs> you released your in, yeah. first right. album. And, and the producer's <laughs> in their ear going, 87, 87. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. She ripped the picture of Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, hey, oh, yeah, I love it. It's just so great. Um, so anyway, I mean, it, all, it's it's getting very good reviews. And, it, and again, I mean, we And our friend that. Bill Coleman is, is in it. Right, it's it's right. all told through it's you don't see people. It's all told through voiceover. It's like and the Amy old doc, footage. like and the it's, Amy doc, and it's really really good. And I really listen. I'm glad that people are starting to swing back around and realize the things that she was talking about. Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize is the same thing happened in Ireland. She was when when she ripped up that picture of the Pope. They were mad here in America. They were really mad in Ireland as well. Oh, yeah. It was it was a big deal. But what she was talking about was so prolific and so true. And then when all of these things happened later, everybody just was like, "Oh my God!" So this doc really reexamines that period because it's not her full life. It examines a very that specific fate, where period. She was in tr- well, I mean. You know, hello, Catholic Church having to shut churches because you had to pay out so much money to the victims. And still, and you still think about shoving priests, taking them from one region and putting them somewhere else and just moving these people around. It's really, you know. She definitely, I mean, she has been very open about her mental illness. So you get to once again paint her with that brush if you don't want to listen to her. She's a woman, um, so you don't have to listen to her. But also what's really... Um, and I watched a clip, you know, when she made her first Grammy appearance, she came mm-hmm. out there with the public enemy logo on the side of her head, shaved into her head or dyed into her head. She aligned herself with hip hop artists back when the Grammy would not present them, you know, when they handed out the rap Grammy in a parking mm-hmm. lot at the Wendy's somewhere. Right. And so she was aligning herself um, with, with, with artists and music industry and um, people slighted by the music industry. And she really is a warrior. I mean, she was, um, she, she suffered career wise. She's a punk to me who didn't make punk music, but th- she had, that Oh, she, yeah, complete, no, she definitely had that mentality yeah, and, she and shame and on still all does. The, yeah. Shame on all the male artists who, who would not support her and yep. kudos to Chris Christopherson 
at that show where at the he, Bob Dylan at the Bob Dylan tribute concert. Right, Chris Christopher. And so shame on all these men because I can guarantee you if Bono had said the same thing, no, the mm. reaction wouldn't have been. By the way, isn't Bono doing have a book coming out? No, but okay, that's uh, forty. Ambient. I believe forty story, forty so songs. One for those musician, of you who have problems sleeping, buy a ticket to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But just can I he, just say. Just when you thought he couldn't get right. more pretentious. Jesus I mean, cool. but you know, to be a big hit seller. Can I just say <laughs> that I, um, oh, back to fuck Kanye. Fuck you. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Okay. And for Sinead O'Connor, I really wish people would dig into her catalog past the first two records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I loved her covers up. She has a couple of covers up. Covers up, so good. She, her 1992 album, which is her third album, Am I Not Your Girl, is a mm. covers album. And I love that. She sings She sings a cover of Loretta Lynn's, um, um, what's the name? Uh, what is it? Love is Made a Failure of Our Home. Oh, uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But, what, what's the we should know but, that too because she just passed today too. Yes, Lynn. it's the legendary Loretta Lynn. Wait, what is the name? Blacklisting. Success has made a failure of our right. home. No, right. listen. And and her "Throw Your Arms Down" album, the the her roots and reggae cover album with produced by Sly and Robbie, Gospel Oak, Fatty P. There's so much amazing, yeah. amazing music. So I hope that um, she deserves a redemption arc because she was really vilified for telling the truth, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's continued to make not looking fuckable enough. Let's be honest. I mean, this is all and and she's and she's she's beautiful. 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 Let me just tell you something. Have you ever seen her in concert? No, I have not. And I regret, you know, Bill is friends with her. Yeah. And um he, he's done remixes of this is the first album. Work with her. He took me to. She came and performed at the Highline Ballroom, and she was almost going to cancel because she said she was sick, and it was her first show in New York in a gazillion years. Let me just tell you something. Came out there sick. Said, "Well, I'm just going to try and, and sang the fucking house down, okay, for all of us that were in there. Vocally, just sang the house down. Yeah." The talent in that woman <laughs> is just, it, she writes amazing, beautiful songs. Black Boys on Mopeds, to me, is mind-blowingly spectacular. And it still sounds amazing. Yeah. Say what you will about the Irish. They get good singers, man. Yep. Good, good poets and good singers. Yep. Bad boyfriends. <laughs> well, we're Speaking all bad. From personal, Honey, we're all from bad boyfriends. Hot, but bad. We're all, we're all bad boyfriends. The black Irish ones, not the <laughs> the uh, Aaron Go. You know, the redhead. Name one. a man. Name name a segment of men that's not bad boyfriend. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So there's a stage in everyone's career. Where they pull the, you know, they put out hit record, hit record, you know, and they're this, that, and, you know, and all of a sudden they, you start seeing the American songbook stage. <laughs> so Rod Stewart was probably the first and the most successful when he started doing the American, you know, songbook. And then there's a uh, seal did the American songbook and everybody starts doing the American songbook because and literally, it's like referred to as American songbook. So it's mm-hmm. everything from Cole, you know, Cole Porter to any song written in America that stood the test of time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> your friend and mine, Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. has officially, and it's even in the press release, reached the American songbook part of his career. And that's the men, because the men do that. The women go, which, the women in their fort, like the men in, because like, Women in the 40s always go to the dance album. It's right. always that time. Like, if you want that hit, make people dance, and you come back, and it's like, oh, my God, we're all dancing. And the men definitely go to- Well, he's in the, the 70s. Yeah, but they always get to that American song American songbook then. Yeah. And it's almost like it should be a genre. Like, <laughs> and of course, Rod Stewart's American, and um, you know, I mean, his and Rod's his, done like four or five chapters of that, and they sell more yeah, yeah. than his other stuff. It's also really good. Okay, to his credit, my my 
my one true love, uh, Brian Ferry, has been doing songbook from while he was in Roxy Music, and mm-hmm. it took him like two covers albums before he even did a, uh, an album of solo material. Anyway, Bruce Springsteen is now putting out an album which is going to be all soul covers. To his credit, he's not going for the usual, you know, some unusual choices, some northern soul kind of class, but mm-hmm. one becomes of the brokenhearted is one of them. Um, doesn't he do But he can still song? really sing, though. So I'm really interested to hear him singing these songs. Well, and it's also in his... Well, Rod Stewart, I mean, he grew up... This is not... Yeah. He grew up with this music. I mean, this right. is not like some guy coming from Mars. I mean, Bruce Springsteen is 70 years old. He his bar the bar bands you know always played like Motown and Stax covers and stuff, but it's just really and the video is like all multi culty and stuff like that. So and there's some interesting people on this record. It's going to be he's touring with the E Street Band in the in in a few months because ain't nobody going to be paying three hundred dollars to see Bruce Springsteen up there doing Sam and Dave covers. Sorry. He might, and he's always done covers. I mean, he's always done covers in his. And but those yes. fans would, because they would pay anything as long as he's on the stage with a the guitar. They'll pay whatever. Well, that's assuming he's going to have a guitar. In the video, he is singing. That's he is, uh, and aging well, looking more and more like Robert De Niro Listen, every day. Looking like, looking like luxury. Looking, looking like money. wealth. A lot of money. Like, no, he yeah. gives you. He gives you wealth. Like I've not been broke since 1987. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. 78. <laughs> you always give him like. I'm I sorry, know. I don't know why in my old, head. I know. Right? My, maybe you're not old enough to remember when he was my, on the cover of Time and Newsweek <laughs> the same goddamn week. I don't remember that. I mean, <laughs> as soon as Born to Run came out, mm-hmm. he didn't have to eat ramen noodles anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, so he has reached, we are now at the Springsteen American Songbook Standard. It'll be fine. It'll be great. It's Bruce Springsteen. He's, you know what? If someone gave me the ticket to go see him, um, I've seen him he's before. Great would, he's, he's great live. He's great live. Great I mean, I would he's see him really, again. Really I haven't good. seen him in a gazillion He's a really years. nice guy. I met him when I worked at Columbia. I've heard he's super nice. Uh, I got no problem with him. Go forth and go on. All right. So this is a a really important story that only Courtney and I care about. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the story online. I went, oh, we got to post this. This is like groundbreaking, earthbreaking stuff. Okay. How do you pronounce it? Lidl? Lidl? How do you pronounce it? The store. Lidl. Lidl. Okay. So Lidl, which is like sort of like. Aldi. Aldi. That's the same. It's the same company. It's the same which company. Which originally I had heard. They're it was brothers. Part of Joe's. It was bro- right. But no, but they're brothers and it was like some fight. Yeah. And they like split the like Adidas and Puma. Yeah. Right. All right. So they have put out. They. <laughs> they are. It's. Listen. So when you I go to their believe, store, everything I can't believe that this was a thing. This was a thing. <laughs> so when you go to their store, you know, they have items. They have like, it's like their house brand. Okay. Now I bought a chocolate bar there last week after mm-hmm. I went to the dentist because that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. I like getting dental work and then buying candy. And looking at the cover of it, I'm like, wow, this looks just like the font that Trader Joe's uses for its chocolate. It's very similar, but it's not. Well, they were making chocolate bunnies and as they are wont to do. And Lind, the Swiss time-honored, you know, classic Swiss chocolate, went whole time. They look and taste and sound just like our chocolate bunnies. And they went to court. And (laughs) And had the nerve to win. (laughs) And had the nerve to win. And now there's like a cease and desist and stop production (laughs) of a chocolate bunny. And it's not even Easter time. So wouldn't this only apply for Easter? It's like full on. First of all, I'm seeing Christmas commercials. I'm like, so we're skipping Halloween and Thanksgiving. Oh, Halloween. They start advertising Halloween in August. Where are you then? (laughs) I eagerly await the Christmas lights going up on Fulton Street in five, four, three, right, two, exactly. one. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So this is important news. I know we're not a news show, but this is something I hope that our listeners understand that that's why you come to us. The great chocolate bunny um, controversy and the battle of Lidl and Lint and Germans and Swiss. And it's like World War II all over again. And Lint has won, and we can all. I can sleep better tonight, Courtney. I don't know about you. 
I'm going to sleep. I know Mariah called me the other night and she said, <laughs> I'm so concerned because the bunnies, the bunnies. The bunnies. Save the bunnies. And I said, girl. I know. Girl. When you eat a chocolate bunny, let me just ask you out of, you know, assuming it's a, a hollow bunny, not a mm-hmm. solid bunny. Are mm-hmm. you a bite the head off person first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure we're on. I go in for the tape. kill. Yeah, no, bite the head off. Mm-hmm. Bite the head off, and then work yeah, your you way. You have down. to bite the head off, so then you can like pour work like your way some around. Ba- no, you, you never go some, leg no, you can, up. You can pour you go, some Bailey's into it. All right. Well, that's not my. That's not my issue. But you don't go leg up. You go head down. Head down. Okay. Head down. I like bite to give head off. first. Uh, <laughs> I just I opened myself up for that. All right, now we have to serious up right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to, all right, no more bunnies. No, all right. So, Coolio, I mean, come on. Are you laughing? We're go- I We're mean, going- I know it was a horrible we segue. Should, we right. should have had one more segment to right, ease segment. into. You're all like, right. this uh, is so sad. So, Coolio died unexpectedly in the bathroom at his friend's house, which is really 59 years right, old. I, I know, but he. I think people forget how, how huge he was. I mean, he was a moment, and he sold that a major moment. He he was for 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 slice in time. He was like biggest artist going in the world. Yeah, I have my Tommy Boy, which was his label, which mm-hmm. hands down put out the best promotional merch mm-hmm. ever. I wish I'd save it. I'll have to send it to you. But I have Coolio's old school street games. Number one, paper ball, get a piece of paper, ball the motherfucker up, play with it. That's what they sent out <laughs> for him. So Fantastic Voyage, which I actually like more than um, that. That was, that was the big, that was the first single. That was the big one that came that broke him. Yeah. And that's, then, that's still a really good song. It's a great song. It's slide, slide. Uh, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. And he was great. And he had a great persona. He had a great look. And, and then, of course, uh, Gangster's Palace, which was a huge, huge hit and better than the movie, like a hundred times better than that stupid movie. Um, when I decided to become a teacher, my friend said, are you going to be uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer in, in, past, in that movie and sit on a chair the wrong way? Um, <laughs> but he was great. And uh, I interviewed him once a million years ago and he couldn't have been nicer mm-hmm. and like signed an autograph for my son. He used to be a firefighter. And I think oh, wow. actually I went back. To, yeah, went back to it at some point. But just, but I think he's one of those guys that because it wasn't consistent, and because he 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 was just so big, and I think people forgot how important he was. And when you saw the tributes from other rappers, you had people that you would not expect would chime in on him, like Chuck right. B, like Ice right. Cube, you know. Um, and also, um. He, unlike other artists, he was okay with Weird Al's um, parody, Amish Paradise, which is like the best one he's ever done. Um, so uh, rest in peace to Coolio. I mean, really, again, just you forget. And that hair, he was like so cool. And then, of course, uh, today's Tuesday, but this morning, the word legend is overused, but geez, Louise, Loretta this, Lynn, come an on. icon is overused. You, people need to look up what that actually means. Loretta Lynn, is, I mean, Loretta Lynn was the queen of country. Mm-hmm. Undisputed. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the queen of I think even Dolly Parton, who we think of as a legendary queen, would say Loretta Lynn was the queen yeah. of and country. And a songwriter. Genius, a song, song a, an amazing song. She had songs about the pill, the pill. Remember, right. I'm tired of raising babies. Uh, right. Now the loving can feel good. Don't now that I, now that I got the pill, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You ain't woman enough to take my man, coal miner's daughter. You know, just amazing, amazing, amazing songs. An amazing lady. Then she came back. Remember, won those Grammys with, with Jack band, White, with Van Leer Rose. That album, just an amazing woman. I, you know, I, I. I told you I grew up on country music, so right. I've known about Loretta Lynn since I could talk and walk. Listening to Loretta Lynn music, and I think Coal Miner's Daughter, I hope, is probably one of the best biopics ever made. So good, Sissy Spacek won the Oscar playing right, her. and and leave and Levon Helm is brilliant as her father, Tommy Lee mm-hmm. Jones as her husband, and I, Beverly D'Angelo a- was amazing as Patsy Cline, and they both sang right. 
They had parts. They did not lip sync, and they both. And then played great. Patsy Cline in Sweet Dreams, and then came back and played her again. No, no, right? no, no, no. Uh, Sweet Dreams. Jessica Lange played. Oh, Patsy. okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, but no. Yeah, Loretta Lynn is just like when you think about country music. I think you think about George Jones, Tammy Wynette, and Loretta Lynn, in terms of contemporary. You know, just an an endless influence, an influence on all these like young Americana artists because she was just. Within the confines of the Nashville machine, which is very much a machine, she just was her own woman. She just stood out and was was gritty and real and never tried to smooth her edges. Um, fabulous hair, fabulous gowns. Always in gowns. Always in Always her gowns. Always in gowns. Yeah. I feel like I saw her perform, but it might have been a hallucination. <laughs> And I've never done hallucinogenics, but I feel like I may have seen her or maybe I just wanted to see her. That's it. I wanted to, I feel like I saw her at some festival. I swear to God. I don't and you know. probably did. You know what? I've seen so many people. I can't remember. There's some I think I've seen and I can't remember that I've seen. I can remember the ones I know I didn't see and get right. pissed off about it. Right. But like I didn't see Harry Styles because I had a concussion. But that's a whole nother story. All right. What are you listening to? I am listening to the new Craig David album, 22. What? Wait a minute. Hold on. 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 You can't just spring that on me. <laughs> I know he went down to Miami and sort of reinvented himself. So no, I he's been that... living in Miami since those right, early but, records. I mean, he's been in I'm Miami. saying way back, but he's so like, what's it yeah, like? Yeah, Craig David's, like? it's really good. It's called 22. Okay. It came out last week. It came, and okay. it's great. It's a great okay. Craig David record. You know, he's got his, he's got dance beats on there. He's got his R&B beats on there. He's got a Craig, his, his signature Craig David ballads on there. It's a really good album called 22. I love him. I remember the- I didn't know that. Of- but yeah, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I enjoy him a lot, you know? I enjoy him a lot. I remember the first time I went to London and they're like, billboards for him everywhere and i'm like who the hell is this guy because he was completely unknown and you know never really broken the united states in the right. same way but yeah. always been somebody who gets a tremendous amount of respect yeah. they tried to break him in the united states and it just didn't though they used to play well he seven, did well he did seven he had seven he days out, was on yeah. bet i remember that yeah. and i'm listening to this new ep by zazzy called Le ep and okay. I love Zazie. She's a French singer who's been around for many years. And a new jazz, well, a, a jazz record, the new album by Samara Joy that is really, really good called Linger A While. It's I, They've been spending all weekend. That and for some reason. Here we go. I was waiting for you to say that. It's not a really, it's not you. I mean, it, it doesn't count unless you say for that ahead of time. For some reason, I've been digging back into the Tori Amos yeah, that'll really never just. happen over here, trust me. <laughs> I don't and know this what weekend, it is I've been listening her. to a lot of. T- I love Tori Amos. I think that you're possibly more of a neurotic, tortured woman than I right. am. Well, you know, you know what, neurotic. you know what brought me back to her. Bjork's new album came out. Okay, I'm listening to it, and I'm just kind of like, I, Why I do, do you love do Bjork. This to yourself, but it's like, I don't understand these albums. I just don't. The yeah. songs are like, blip, blip, no, blip. Courtney, I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? We're not old, but we're closer to death than we are to (laughs) not. We've crossed the, we're fully into middle age. And at Mm -hmm. this part of our lives, should we have to work this hard? (laughs) You know what I'm fucking saying? Should we have to work this goddamn hard? I mean. Which is why the two things I want to talk about are things that came out a million years ago. And I don't have to mm -hmm. listen to it. So yesterday or the day before or whatever, and I know nobody sent me a card was the 45th anniversary of LAMF by Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, which stands for like a motherfucker. Everybody, this was like, you know, this huge breakthrough record for them. Um, It's just, it it was famously released in 1977 and it was terrible, terrible sound quality. And then they remastered it several years later and you can get into arguments of people like, which was better, the remaster or the, they're just great. Born right. to Lose, One Track Mind, Chinese Rocks. It is the, if you want to find out what sloppy, but yet brilliant, junky New York City rock and roll is, this is the record. And, right. uh, you know, just a great, messy record. And shameless plug, the Dead Kennedys, who are friends of mine, who I used to be roommates with Klaus Florida a million years ago, and I was their tour manager 
I put both it tour is a real word manager in huge quotations. They have just reissued and remastered their absolutely classic debut fresh fruit for rotting vegetables. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the liner notes. Nice. Um, yeah, it was fun. I actually saw they were issuing and I went, hey, guys, don't you think I should write the liner notes? I was there. And they went, oh, yeah, duh, that's obvious. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's got Let's Lynch the Landlord and California Uberalis and Kill the Poor. And it just sounds really great. I mean, it's one of those records that I sort of took for granted because I heard it so many times. And it's one of those records that just kind of had such a huge influence. It has quotes from... um you know, the guys from Guns N' Roses and hardcore bands and mm. Dave Grohl, who was who came out of the DC hardcore scene, mm. Billy Joe Armstrong. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm going to the past because I don't want to have to think too hard when I listen to music like Courtney. Courtney but likes you, to think. But that's <laughs> why you should heart. get into Tori Amos. Oh, I can't. I don't know what it, you know, I don't know why I don't like her. <laughs> I, really I, talented. Know, I know. I just don't. What? There's something I just found her. I didn't like the sideways piano playing thing. Isn't that stupid? Oh, I love it. I know. I was I at her MTV Unplugged. I was with third row in the aisle, right there. She was double straddling and giving me. There's just me... some people I just never got a good first impression. She's a show woman. I love it. Yeah, love it's it. been hard for me, like Indigo Girls, to be. Oh, you know, <laughs> dreary. You know, dreary. you know, what else I pulled out this weekend? PJ Harvey. Oh my God, I was just going to say, I, I don't PJ get it either. I, was, I, I pulled out dry this weekend. I, I it was listening. Something happened to me. I don't know. I think I got so far deep in the black pop matrix that I started mm. being self hating. I have to white go back chalk. and listen to these, these white women. And, oh, and, and because Mel C has been doing a lot of press on her, on her, on her book, her autobiography, I pulled out her Beautiful Intentions album again and listened to that. That was really, really. Yeah, I just I I don't I have to I like Mel C, but I have to, there's there's something lacking in me that I just can't appreciate the whites those whites <laughs> I some whites but I don't know the girl whites I got to I'm gonna work on you do it. have I, to get better with your girl whites you I like do. some girl whites I mean mm-hmm. I'm you know I like a lot of girl whites you like but Robin. I just, I like Robin. She's whiter than white. She's Swedish, for Christ's sake. I like <laughs> Nana. Oh, no, Nana's not white, obviously. Right. Um, there's a lot of girl whites I like. I, I'm, you know, I'm seeing my therapist tomorrow. Maybe we'll discuss, we'll bring this up instead of everything across else. And say, why I do, do like I have the... a problem with Tori Amos and PJ right. Harvey? Oh, I know why. I know why. Because everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, as soon as somebody says this is groundbreaking, my ears shut down. You like, like Fiona Apple? Hear, yeah, I don't want to hear this. Leave me alone. You like huh? Fiona Apple? Oh, I love Fiona Apple. Okay, good. All right. I was about to say. Yeah, about no, that, you like, know you, that. Well, listen, I can't tell Miss Thing. It's like, you don't, you, you don't like, there are people I'm always going to think, oh, she's going to love that. You're like, I hate that. Who? Like who? Like who? Well, Leon, I thought you would. Leon Bridges. I just don't like the way, I don't like the look. I don't know what it is. But I thought you would love um, um, Stromine. It took you a minute. It took a minute for me to get into to what It took a getting. minute. I was surprised. Now, Liam Bridges is just because I saw some interview and he's like, I play with these amps. They're from 1942. And it's like, oh my God, and you drink old tea and everything's analog. God, and whatever. <laughs> I got no, I have no problem with him, honestly. Though I will say, okay, you're going to hate me for this. I don't care. And then we'll say goodbye. When I saw the coming, the 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 promo, for Till, mm-hmm. which which is the Emma Till story, which looks great. Mm-hmm. I was so grateful that Audra Day did, wasn't singing that goddamn rock oh, song. Oh, Thing, <laughs> No, let me just tell you something. I was like, please, I will do, please, please don't sing that. Please. <laughs> please. I'll pay you not to sing that I song. will pay. That song has been everything. Michelle Obama's anthem, the really? anthem for cancer, the really? anthem for the sick Olympics. dogs, sick I was kids, like, oh my CNN God. when there's a disaster. Really? Can there be a black movie involving a black woman that doesn't have this Dismantling of the song? roller coaster at Six Flags. No. The I time know. the lady my was dentist, across the, the street. Dent, the elevator music. <laughs> like, no. It's like, I cannot. I can't. All right. I'm with so that glad. Song. That song I cannot. Just, I cannot. I cannot. It's like, remember, like, I used to really like Sarah McLaughlin, but now every time I see her, I think about sick animals shivering outside with snow and having one eye. I know, I know. You have to listen to um, uh, Building a Mystery to get out of the puppy, (laughs) the puppy zone. All right, take us out, take us out, take us out. Thank you guys very much for listening to I'ma Let You Finish. 
Um, you can catch us every Thursday on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Is this your trip to Loretta and, Lynn? What's yes. It was my tribute to Loretta. It was great. No, it was great. It was great. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> the Pantheon Podcast Network, where there are over 75 amazing music shows, including us. So you can go and get some education by people who will know facts and then come to the fuckery. I'm going to let you finish. By people who are, have too many vaccines and someone who has, you know, shouldn't have woke up this morning. You know, so, yeah. And remember, tell a friend, tell a cousin. Thank you. Follow us on Facebook at I'ma Let You Finish All One Word or on Instagram at I'ma Let You Finish In Y or on Twitter at Finish Ima, or on the TikTok at I'ma Let You Finish Podcast or on Twitch. Well, I'm not even we never on there that much. Yeah, so don't fuck do that, that one. So <laughs> don't confuse people. <laughs> or you know just follow is. us. If you see us, yep. oh. Just follow us. Follow us. Just follow um, us. Walking down the street. We love talking it. to you. We do. And um, all of that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. Y'all come back now, here. <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.